Welcome back to the cupping room at World Cup Coffee and Tea, Northwest 18th and Gleason, for another in the endless series of OMN Coffee Shop Conversations. Last year, we started what uh, has become a sensational tradition of having folks who, who book the major festivals come in and tell us about the people they booked. Did it with Don Lukoff on the Portland Jazz Festival. We did one last time with Nicholas Harris of the Sold Out Festival. And today, for the second year in a row, Peter Damon, Artistic Director of the Waterfront Blues Festival, is in the coffee shop to tell us all about the 2018 festival starting on the 4th of July. There are some big internal changes this year, and of course, lots of great music. OMN will be in our booth in the Louisiana Pavilion, of course. Let's get started and welcome back ace blues guitarist Peter Damon. Welcome back to the cupping room. Howdy. We do this every year. Well, we hope to continue doing it every year. Yes. Here I am. Sometimes it's on video and sometimes it's in here and who knows where it'll end up next year. The show goes on. Yeah, really. Well, this is, this is a big change for the festival this year. It's a big change. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's sort of a structural change, but. It's not that much of a change in terms of who's doing the work and who's yeah. getting it organized and booking the acts and figuring out uh-huh. where the porta potties go and yeah. putting the fencing up and and that's all the stuff we've been doing since day one. So yeah, what changed is that the food bank decided that they really needed to focus their staff, especially their development staff, on their hunger mission and focus on a different kind of fundraising that was more uh-huh. directed at direct mail and kind of high-end donors and Mm -hmm. that they just really weren't um, set up to be producing big music festival concert Mm -hmm. you know it's just not really in their realm of expertise and the people who come to work for the food bank don't come to work for the food bank because they know a lot about festivals and and the music business they go to work because they're social service advocates and they believe in the hunger mission and all of that. So it was kind of an odd fit in a lot of ways. And, and um, you know, finally the food bank just said, okay, you know, it's time for us to kind of step back. You guys take over formally all the stuff that you've really been doing all along. Yeah. Um, yeah. We will remain a beneficiary of the event. If the event makes money, we'll share some of that um, revenue with you. And, mm-hmm. uh so we're still serving the hunger mission. We're still producing the festival in the way we always have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just sort of it's a little bit of a restructuring, and you know who answers the f- the f- what kind of phone calls. You know, <laughs> uh, we answer all the phone calls. So you know. basically, what, what you're saying is, um, people who like to go to the festival will still like to go to the festival. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's going to look that different um, yeah. from out front of the stage. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I don't. That's good. You know, a bigger, in some ways, a bigger change is uh, that we took, we moved over to Entercom. KGON and KNRK is our radio, main radio sponsor. Uh-huh. I think that'll actually have more of a uh-huh. uh, impact on the way things look and our lineups than uh-huh. than anything else that's going on. Steve Pringle didn't have anything to do with that, did he? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of ironic because he. He started at KGON. The festival yeah. started at KGON. Yeah. <clears throat> then Pringle and BA moved over to Kink. 
the festival moved over to Kink, <laughs> and you know, 25 years later, we're all moving back over to KJLN and yeah. now KNRK. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. They're, they're really excited about it. I mean, they they have come at it with lots of ideas and uh-huh. lots of engagement, and um, they're really enthusiastic. So I think that's their, you know, that's that's the kind of partner you want is somebody who's really motivated uh-huh. and and uh, yeah. So has it has it changed for you? Is your responsibilities any different? Well, not really. Um, uh, no, I mean, I'm still booking the acts and signing the contracts and yeah. that kind of stuff. So it yeah. hasn't yeah. changed in that way. So there's been more work kind of behind the scenes and figuring out how the organization is structured and who owns the legal title to the Blues Festival and the website. Uh. And we had to, you know, there was a lot of legally legal transferring of, of assets yeah. and intellectual yeah. property that had to happen and that took a while and there was a lot of who does of, own it uh well we do you do we do now yeah we 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 own the name and we own the website and the domain yeah. name and, and you, you and know. if that's you and clay me and clay and clay's uh son tyler uh-huh. and his, tyler's wife christina who run Ty, uh, fuller events and they are the production company that has done all of the Infrastructure for Waterfront, previously did it for Rose Festival, did uh-huh. it for The Bite, yeah. does, did it for um, Cinco de Mayo, mm-hmm. TEDx, Portland they do. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of big events. They do yeah. Feast of Portland. Mm-hmm. So they're really like um, the absolute pros in town yeah. about how to produce you yeah. know, the nuts and bolts yeah. of a festival. So yeah. they're, they are part of the team that now is running the festival. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get to what everybody is really interested in, okay. which is the music, before I get there, um, is there any change in ticketing this year? Uh, not really. It's, they're going to be a little bit uh, less expensive than mm-hmm. they were last year. Mm-hmm. Um, at the pre-sale prices, the, which go on, the tickets go on sale, let's see, Thursday, yes. March 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, the four-day pass will be only 30 bucks if you buy it in advance. The buddy pass will be 75 bucks. That's pretty significantly less expensive than the pass was la- same pass was last year. Yeah. So, um, but otherwise things are kind of the, remain the same. Uh-huh. Same kind of access, same kind of perks uh-huh. come with the different pass levels and that sort of thing. Do you get the same kind of budget to work with? Uh, pretty much, yeah. 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 It, it's you know we've had to be a little bit more conservative, but um, it's it's close. I mean, some of these are just sort of fixed costs if we're going to do. Four stages that costs a certain amount. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it, it will be strange ending the festival on a Saturday rather than a Sunday. Well, you know, five day a five day five festival days, is insane. Five days is insane. Crazy. I, yeah. I could do it when I was in my thirties. <laughs> I could do it when I was in my forties, and even when I was in my fifties. But like, I kind of, you know, I've run out of that second gear somehow. <laughs> But yeah, we've we've done five day festivals occasionally over the past when the Fourth of July has ended in the middle of the week somewhere. I've and been there. <laughs> the only way we could extend it over the weekend and include the Fourth of July was to do a five day festival. Yeah. So that last year was one of those years. This year was lining up to be one of those years, and we kind of looked at it for a long time, and we just kind of went, 
you know, Sunday can be kind of a soft day, kind of yeah. a light turnout. Yeah. Why don't we just not do Sunday? And we kind of went, wow, what wow. a concept. Yeah, we could, like, go to the beach or just lie around on, down there in front of the stage while they're taking it apart, you know. Yeah, well, so we'll end with a bang on Saturday night. We'll go, yeah. you know, late on the main stage and the front porch stage, um, and then the after hours will still be cranking, and there will mm-hmm. be a cruise that night. So it'll go oh, late. Cool. People can cool. party it up. Yeah. It'll go off with a bang. It's unusual to have a, have a cruise on the on the final night. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what a nice way to end the festival. Yeah, it just, uh, yeah, we wouldn't have them on a Sunday night because it's, it's a work day the next, you right. know. If, right. You know, Monday would have, would have been a work day. But on, yeah. on a Saturday night, we can, yeah, we can party. All right, well, let's get to it. Okay. <laughs> What's happening? What you got? Well, I guess I can just go through it kind of day by day. That we're starting on the Fourth of July, mm-hmm. which will be, um, you know, it's an exciting day to start the festival. Yeah, it'll start with a bang, so mm-hmm. to speak. <laughs> um, Robert Randolph is headlining that day, so mm-hmm. that will be that will be really fun. I think mm-hmm. to he'll play right before the fireworks. Um, one of the acts that I'm kind of really looking forward to seeing is this sister duo called Larkin Poe from uh-huh. um, Georgia. Ah. There are, they are distantly related to Edgar Allan Poe. What? Um, Who was but, from Baltimore, by the way? I, I knew that. <laughs> yes. Um, they're really, really interesting guitar players, and they play, um, they're pretty, you know, they, they're kind of, they're playing a lot of big rock festivals like Bonnaroo and, uh-huh. and places like that, but they're really roots blues performers. I mean, wow. they're, they're really cool. Uh-huh. I, I like them a lot. Uh-huh. And um, where did you where did you see them? Where, well, where? you know, it's beginning like last summer. I started getting emails from other musicians and uh-huh. just friends and just people to go to the festival and yeah. send me ideas. And they said, check these guys out, check these guys out, check these guys out. So I <laughs> checked them out. <clears throat> they were kind of the one um, act that a lot of people recommended to me. Uh-huh. They're really under the radar. Not a lot of people know about them. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. so they're going to be on the 4th. Uh-huh. Um, one of the things that's in the works is, you know, that uh, Thera Memories Big Band, uh-huh. the American Music Project. Uh-huh. I'm hoping that Jared Lawson will, Jared Lawson and uh-huh. Tahira Memory, Thera's daughter, who's uh-huh. a fabulous singer, I'm ho- hoping that those two will um, front a lot of that set. Wow. Um, well, Do you know who will be leading that band? What's that? Do you know who will be leading that um, band yet? It's okay. I'm, I'm having a <laughs> Sorry, don't worry about blank it. That's fine. It's, yeah. it's cool. Um, we'll come back to that. All right. I'll find it. <laughs> um, Thursday. When does this uh, come out, by the way? When is... Uh, next week. Okay. I don't think there's... We have a big act that... KNRK is bringing in on Thursday. It's a New Orleans act, kind of an alternative act. Can't say more than that. They're roots-based. Um, they've been under consideration at Waterfront for the last few years, but huh. I've never gotten around. We just it never worked out before. So uh-huh. um, that's a surprise to be announced okay. later. All right. Uh, but we're also going to have Beth Hart that night. Beth that's Hart a, well, is... She's, uh, she's an interesting... I really, um, yeah. you know, some 
when I first heard her, I was yeah. like, wow, I don't know about this, but right. oh my God, I can't tear myself away from it. She is so yeah. riveting. Yeah. yeah. Whether yeah. It, she's yeah. your thing or not, she is totally engrossing. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And I, um, I really, I saw her at Revolution Hall a couple of months ago, and I, uh-huh. I just, I, she blew me away. She really blew me away. Yeah. And not yeah. a lot of acts blow me away at this point of the game. Yeah. You know, I've, I've seen them all, and it's kind of like, yeah, okay, I've heard this, been there, done that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Beth Hart is not one of those. Yeah. She's like her own thing, and she goes deep. I mean, I have, there are few performers I've ever seen that are as raw and down to the bone and, and as, as cut as deep as she does. I mean, uh-huh. it's just, it's really... Um, uh, it's kind of hair raising. Huh. Well, great. Yeah. Um, uh, just go, I'll go back to the fourth for a minute. You, yeah. I know. I know it's very early in the game. Okay, because yeah. we're four months out, right? Yeah. But uh, have, have you scheduled anybody to sing the national anthem yet? Oh, I have some under consideration. Okay. I haven't nailed that down yet. All right, certainly. You have a suggestion? <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to take a crack at it? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I just have to. Um, just have you know, to my default would be. I am uh, from Baltimore, where it was written. After all, you know. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. War of eighteen twelve. <laughs> Francis Scott Key. Francis um, Scott Key. Yes. You know, maybe Andy Stokes. I mean, he's having such a big year right he now. He is having a huge year. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know. The instant success story guy. Oh man, if, I'll tell you the truth. If, if, if there's somebody who deserves it and no has been kidding. working his ass off for his entire life, it's Andy Stokes. Well, I just never, th- I just <clears throat> had gotten to think that it wasn't going to happen for him. Yeah, because it's like, well, yeah. okay, this just the way the world is. The world doesn't reward the real, yeah, yeah. the real talents and artists. But yeah. uh, I'm, it's it's really cool that he's getting some attention well, we've covered him for years and years and years and i've played yeah. him on the radio forever and you know you do what you can yeah to help you know, to help the guy I mean, what can you do i mean there's there know. are very few vocalists yeah. out there who are right. anywhere near him yeah. you know as i said just, to alan hager when he yeah. was in here you're never too old to have a hit <laughs> okay <laughs> well they got it they I, had i'm them. still waiting for mine i don't think they next have lifetime. they have their hit I want my dog to live longer. Everybody loves that song. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like it enough. I like it. You can't. You can't go wrong. Cannot go wrong. No. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> With wanting your dog to live. A song yeah. about wanting your dog to live. Brilliant. It's just. <laughs> it's like it's like a puppy. It's like a puppy video on Facebook. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Curtis. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. Okay. Um, Friday. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We've got Mark Broussard coming in from Louisiana. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Mavericks are going to close. Okay. Who are the Mavericks? The Mavericks are this really eclectic, wild band from Florida. I've known about them for years. They cover everything from sort of. Um, Texas Roadhouse blues stuff to mm-hmm. Cubanissimo. <laughs> it's 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 uh you know they're they're classified as an Americana act because they're so um, eclectic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 
it's really one of the best live bands I've ever seen. Wow. They're, they're just really, they're, their lead singer has a great voice. Uh, their guitar player is this sort of over-the-top bullfighter. I mean, it's like watching a bullfighter on stage <laughs> playing the guitar. And there, it's it's like a three-ring circus up there. It's just, it's really wow. interesting. They the, the range of material, you know, they'll cover heavy metal tunes. Uh-huh. Texas blues, uh-huh. you know, accordion hits from, you know, yeah. Italy. Wow. I mean, they're just, they're all over the place. Yeah. I hope he doesn't stab the drummer at the end. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm looking, really looking forward to them. I think mm-hmm. people who don't know them are going to be really blown away. They're uh-huh. just totally engaging. They're really fun. They're just, um, just a blast. Yeah, yeah. Great. And uh, Mark Broussard, um, you know, he's he's a uh, swamp soul guy from Louisiana. Right. Great voice. Right. You know what um, part of Louisiana he's from? I'm not sure. I th- I'm thinking Homa, but I'm uh-huh. not positive about uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not positive. Um, and he's been on my list for years. I've, I've yeah. wanted, wanted to get him to Waterfront for yeah. a long time. Terrific. Because there aren't too many... You know, the challenge for me is to find kind of young acts that are kind of reinterpreting the traditions in fresh ways. Right. And and, and he's one of them who is. Yeah, sure. To me. Sure, sure. Um, so he's sort of a perfect fit for uh-huh. the festival going forward, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm pretty sure Curtis, Curtis will be on that day. That's good. Um Let's see. We also have a couple of Mississippi guys you coming. Get, you gotta get Alan. Somebody, somebody should get Alan to just just to do one tune, play one classical tune. Oh, I know he's a. I he's know. A monster classical Isn't that amazing? Player. Yeah, and I never plays. I've never heard him do that. I've nobody's ever heard him do that except unless unless you you know live in his house, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, when he he sat here and told me about that, I went. Yeah. Really. Well. <laughs> I study that kind of stuff too, yeah. but I know mm-hmm. he's another level of the game at that. In that, yeah, it was at Berkeley, and he yeah. used to transcribe yeah. classical uh, guitar pieces for two guitars. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Geez. No, he's 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 a masterful guitar yeah. player. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Well, Curtis. Uh, anyway, well, everybody looks forward to Curtis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially Duck dog Hol- owners this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Mississippi, we have Duck Holmes and Johnny Rawls are coming Duck. back. Yeah. Yeah. Duck is something special. He is. He's one of the last yeah. of the great acoustic blues guys from Mississippi to me. He's really, he's, it's raw and it's really a dark, you know. It's yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to bring him back. Um, okay. Saturday. Uh-huh. We've got, um, well, Th- George Thorogood is closing. Uh-huh. Um, that's an act that KJON, of course, is really excited about. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 So that'll be fun. Uh, we've also got the Motet, which uh-huh. is a young funk group. Yeah. And they'll do yeah. the kind of after hours party at the Marriott. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, there's this other um, act from South Carolina called Ranky Tanky that's coming. Yeah. They are really cool. I've heard them. It's, um, yeah, they're, they're really... Um, yeah, North Mississippi kind of band. 
kind of it's it's uh, it's a little bit. It's not exactly the out of the blues tradition. It's out of the sort right. of South Sea Island. Um, yeah. Yeah. Of Georgia, Georgia, um, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, it's it has some gospel elements in it. Uh-huh. It has some jazz elements in it, uh-huh. and it's, it's, a, it's a very, player. very uplifting, really yeah. fun. And these yeah. guys are really great. Yeah. Um, so, I think this is the first time they've ever been out this way. So, is that right? Yeah. They have a trumpet player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have a trumpet player. So, just it's an interesting sound. Uh-huh. Uh, I think people really dig them. They're going to be. Probably around for a couple of days doing workshops and mm-hmm. different performances. I believe Terry Gross had them on. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. were on Terry Gross's show. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. Wow. Um, so what, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the, the, the stage near me, near the Louisiana Pavilion? How's that, how's that, well, how's let's that see. The, the Zydeco stuff is going to happen on Friday and Saturday. Uh-huh. We've got Horace Trahan coming back and uh, Chubby yeah. Carriers coming back. And, yeah. um, let's see, Dexter Audouin and the Creole Zydeco Cajun Gamblers, I think, <laughs> is what they're called. Um, That's a long name. Yeah, it's a long name. I don't think they go with, they use all of that in their <laughs> listings, but anyway. Um, Terry and the Zydeco Bad Boys. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, Friday and Saturday, it's, it's going to be all the Cajun Zydeco stuff over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, well, on the 4th, of course, we'll have the harmonica blow-off mm-hmm. and swing dance Bill competitions. Bill Rhodes still doing that? Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, the Journey to Memphis competition uh-huh. Uh-huh. early in the day. And We don't uh, know who's in that yet, right? Or do we? No. Uh, no right, the, right. I think they have the, fi- you know, the semifinals are in early June or end of May sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Thursday will be, um, that's kind of a work in progress, but it's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of um, blues and swing for the swing dance crowd pretty uh-huh. much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and what, I'm sorry, what, 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 what do we call the workshop stage now? Crossroads. Crossroads, the Crossroads yeah, yeah. stage. Yeah. Yeah, what's yeah. that looking like? Um, well, that's a work in progress, too. Uh, Ranky yeah. Tanky will do something there. Uh-huh. Duck Holmes will do some stuff there. Nice. Um, I think Johnny Rawls will do a segment there. Um, Tell everybody about Johnny Rawls. Well, he's a, you know, Mississippi blues guy. He's kind of more mm-hmm. of a soul singer. Yeah. yeah. Um, Is he related? No. Uh, to Lou? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I don't, he's never... Claimed that that I've seen in this he bio, he would have probably it, yeah, claimed right. it if it was, even if it wasn't true. Most guys right. would claim it, you know. But no, I don't think he's related to the other Rawls. Um, it's a really great guy. What's his style? What, what kind of what kind of blues? What's his what style? Oh, he's a soul blues guy. Soul blues. Yeah, he plays uh, guitar, but it's uh-huh. it's more kind of of Ov Wright. In fact, he was a guitar oh. player for Ov Wright when he was a kid. Really? Yeah. Wow. He played on a lot of those um, classic recordings of his, I think. Wow. I know he toured with him for a long time. Uh-huh. Um, I believe uh-huh. he recorded with him also. Wow. O.V. Wright. And I think he might have, he played with somebody else like uh, Bobby Bland or somebody uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. So he comes uh-huh. from that sort of southern soul. Yeah. Chitlin Circuit scene. That's nice. Yeah. That's very nice. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if he'll have horns. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not asking you 
to tell me. I'm I think just if wondering. he has horns, it's yeah. going to be the guys that I, the team I field of the locals. <laughs> I don't think he's traveling with horns. And they would be. Well, if Renato's around, I'd use Ooh, Renato. Oh yeah, but, you know. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's our King Curtis. Oh, he really, you know, he really is. Yeah. Renato's amazing. Yeah. Renato's amazing. I get to play with him every once in a while. He just, uh-huh. he makes the hair stand up on my yeah. neck every night. It's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe what he's playing right yeah. now. Renato Caranto. I, I, I interviewed Esperanza one time, mm-hmm. and she told me that you know, the, she, you know, they, they toured together yeah. for a while, and she said he was the best road guy she's ever been with. He was just great to be on the road with. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. He's, he's a real, really sweet guy. He's a gentleman. Yeah. He's just yeah. really, yeah. yeah. That would make perfect <laughs> sense to me. He's very self-effacing and mm-hmm. selfless about the whole thing. He's in yeah. it for the music, period. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, he'll probably be in the Thera Memory thing, too. I would think so. Most yeah. likely, yeah. Yes. Unless, you know, he, he was out of town for... Uh, a few years with um, Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard, I know, yeah. I know. I've never, I've never heard that whole story, but it must have been, it must have been pretty well, interesting. Well, Merle Haggard had kind of a, um, you know, soft spot for R and B and yeah. jazz. And, sure. And sure. I don't know where he ran into Renato, but I'm sure what happened is he heard Renato and just said, "I got to have that guy in my band." That's what I always heard. I heard that uh-huh. he, he he somehow he heard he heard Renato he had a there was it was a recording or something and he and he got in touch with him and said I want I want you to come come on the road with me yeah it must have been yeah. that <laughs> must have been that imagine getting a call from Merle Haggard <laughs> yeah well it'd be like the call he gets from everybody else yes <laughs> I got a gig you got to be here I got to have you on the gig that's the way it always goes down with it, Renato it's like either he has the date open and. Fifty bucks, sure. Yeah, sure. he'll be there. Or right. you know, Carnegie Hall. Yeah, sure, he'll be there. <laughs> Who do you think you're going to get to play with? Oh, I forgot to mention him. I think maybe Doctor Vest. I think is David Vest that would be right. Him. Yes, David Vest is kind of be in town. I think so. Oh, I haven't goodness. totally sealed that deal yet, but you oh, know, my God, it'd be great to see him. I haven't seen him for years now. Yeah. He's I'm, he's due to come back, and he yeah. recorded a really cool record up in uh, Victoria last fall that I was on. So, yeah. I guess I'm on the record. I better bring him up. Yeah, bring oh, him I, down. I, I play that. I play that record on the radio all the time. You know, he's great. I mean, he's which which. Do you remember which tunes you, you were on, or are you were you on Sharecroppers? I think so. Yeah. I'm on most of them. There's yeah, like all, yeah. only the ones that didn't have um, guitar on. Yeah. Yeah, was yeah. I not on? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in, we're always in touch, but it's always always about baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a guy! Yeah, what a guy! So, imagine that. You know, he's scuffling here, playing playing little little places, and all of a sudden he moves, finds the finds the the woman, the love of his life, and moves to Victoria, and is like. The you know wins the the best best blues piano player award in in Canada for like what four out of five years. Yeah, I mean, amazing. I I was kind of thinking, well, 
he'll find some little niche up there, yeah. some little kind of gig, you know, <laughs> on a, a Tuesday night at some club yeah, up right. there that he can do. And <laughs> the niche turned out to be the entire nation of Canada, yes. basically, because he's won that uh, piano award for what three years in a row or something it's like either, that. It's either three out of four or four out of yeah. five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, well, he's he's such the complete package. I mean, he's yes. he's a, he's great at that kind of music, playing that kind of music, but he's. Yeah. He's got this whole Southern orator right. tradition behind right. him. It's like right. listening to William Faulkner play yes. <laughs> boogie woogie <laughs> piano. You know, it's. <laughs> I wonder if he's gotten over his Sun Ra thing yet. <laughs> well, we can only hope. <laughs> Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I like that. <laughs> I had fun. I we we played this festival in Canada. Yeah. And the festivals in Canada have these things called workshops. And what workshop means at these festivals in Canada is they take three unrelated acts that have never played together before, and they put them on stage and give them a theme, and then they have to kind of do something with the theme for like 90 minutes. So our theme was Memphis to uh, Monk from Monk to Memphis. So it was Thelonious Monk tunes played by... The David Vest Band uh-huh. with John Jorgensen and the Helicasters, whoever you know, uh-huh. whatever this. Yeah. Fan, he, he's in this amazing uh, Nashville string guy, guitar player, mandolin player, and then Pee Wee Ellis and his <laughs> band. Wow! So it was funk band and string band and boogie woogie piano, kind of all thrown together, and we just kind of looked around at each other on stage. Like, okay, what are we doing? What are we doing? Okay, well you needn't. So someone would launch into well you needn't, and we we you know there were some amazing moments, and there were a lot of couple of train wrecks and yeah. anyway. <laughs> Remember Monklight in Vermouth? That's a tune that David David wrote. Oh. He, he he recorded it. I don't know if he ever put it on anything. He gave it to me. I used to play it on the radio. It's just a solo piano thing. Uh, but it was, it, it was uh-huh. Monk Light in Vermouth. <laughs> I remember it by name. I don't remember yeah. how it goes. <laughs> it's hard to forget the name. <laughs> uh, well, that's good news. That's good yeah. news about Mr. Vest. Yeah. Because uh, we miss him around here. I guess now I have to book him, don't I? You do, yeah. Yeah, we absolutely. just gave him five minutes on the radio here. We got, <laughs> I'm going to have to put him on the stage. You have to. You have to. All right. All right. Uh, well, listen. Thank you so much for coming in. I know yeah. this is much. You know, uh, it's not as crazy as it's going to be, probably. No. But uh, <laughs> no, the show goes on. Yeah. Who are you playing with these days? I'm playing with uh, Toulouse Cajun Band. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I jo- I I was asked to uh, sub one time. And I went to the rehearsal. Yeah. And the rehearsal was such a blast. <laughs> And it turns out they rehearse pretty much every week. I've never been with a band that's rehearsed more than... But the rehearsals are basically just kind of run-throughs. It's just a party. Yeah. The whole neighborhood shows up with pies and <laughs> tequila and stuff. And um, I joined... Eventually, they, the slot in the band opened up, and I really joined it because I liked the rehearsals. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like doesn't make any sense at all That's unheard of. in the musician in the no. music community. No. You what no. you joined because of the rehearsals? <laughs> I never really thought we'd actually play any real gigs, you know. But over the f- few years I've been involved, it's really turned into a good 
good Cajun cytokine. Uh-huh. It's really, oh, it's yeah. really uh, dynamic. Yeah, definitely. And the people involved in it are really cool. I just love mm-hmm. them. It's just a really a fun band. <clears throat> then I, um, in addition to that, I'm still playing uh, now and then with uh, uh, King Louie and LaRonda. Yep. I just played with LaRonda over at the Guitar uh-huh. Festival in Walla Walla last weekend. Uh-huh. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of the sort of the $50 and a hamburger special guest spots at the jam <laughs> sessions during the week. You know, the Blue Diamond one yep. week yep. and the yep. Catfish Lose another. And, you know, yeah, 50 <laughs> bucks and a hamburger, I'm there. You know. So, How yeah, I'm Reggie? Still have, playing have you played with Reggie lately, lately, lately at all? I have not played with Houston. Reggie for a month, a couple months probably. Yeah, I know he had a couple gigs recently. I think I had some conflicts and I couldn't. I yeah, couldn't do yeah. He, I, I, he was in here. It was the first time he had talked about Fats Domino. Uh huh. And I mean, he talked for an hour and a half. Wow. I hardly said anything. Wow! 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 <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was amazing. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a real oral history lesson. Cool. And uh, but uh, I, I said to him, "Listen, man, you got to put your funk band back together." You know, because he's, you know, he's, yeah. he's got the gig over at Tapalaya and he's got the yep. gig over at Eat, but it's, you know, and that's not, and they're nice. It's good stuff. Yeah. But, you know, where's the funk band? You know, yep. and he got, kind of got inspired a little bit. So he's, 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 he's booking some gigs. I know he's going to be a Jack, he's supposed to be a Jack London. Cool. Yeah. And you know, places like that. And yeah. so, yeah, good. So I hope, to, I hope to see you there. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I can swing it, I'm going to. Try to hit the second weekend at Jazz Fest. Ah. And I'm told that if I show up with my guitar, I'll get to sit in with Charmaine on the Gentilly uh, stage. Oh, nice. Which would be cool. That would be great. That would be, that would be to terrific. To get to play one of the main stages at Jazz Fest is like a oh, man. thrill of a lifetime. Yeah. And I've already had one of those, but yeah. I wouldn't mind having that particular wow. thrill again. Is, is Reggie going to be down there for that? What's that? Is Reggie going to be down there for that? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's great. Yeah. Uh, man, oh, man. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. But yeah. I may be, you know, I may just be too swamped with well, the waterfront. Don't be too swamped. <laughs> I'll try. I'll Please. try. Try to get down there. Really? Well, listen, thanks a lot. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. Always, always appreciate it. Yeah. Always nice to see fun. you. And, uh, you know, we'll, See you down there. we'll be in touch. Okay. And let me know when you, when you, when you announce that the, the, the big, the big uh, New Orleans band that yeah, you okay. can't tell me about. Yeah. All right? All right. We'll put it up. Thanks. Thanks. See ya.